guest, who is Jay Tremonte, and he is going to talk with us about Venture with Virtue. I'm excited to find out about that, and I bet our listeners are too. So welcome. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. No no pressure here, right? No pressure. You've had a successful drive over in the last couple hours and time to close it out strong. Exactly. That's what we want to do this next hour, at least 2,000. I know we can do much more. The first hour we did 3,600 from 11 to noon. I'm sorry. Yeah, from 11 to noon, we did 3,600. From noon to 1, another 710. And so now, you know, we're just trying to keep on, keep on, keeping on. All right. So... What is, you know, first of all, we know that all good things begin with prayer. So would you start us off with a prayer for this hour? Sure, absolutely. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, fill us with your grace, with your love. We ask you to open our minds and our hearts to your Son, to Christ, and and what he wants to fill us with uh, this hour. And we thank you for the blessings and gifts that you have given to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, quickly, because we only have a short time with you, we have some housekeeping things. Okay. Right. So in addition to doing this pledge drive and raising lots of money for Catholic Radio, we want to have some fun along the way. And so we celebrate every time we get to a next level. All right? Sounds good. So we are at uh, 4310. Every time we get to a $2,000 increment, we ring the bell. Okay? So when we get to $6,000, we ring the bell, all right? So that's our, our first goal. And our, our next layer of that goal is that we're also trying to get the rest of these matching pledges. Joe, Barbara, Mary, and Kelly at the beginning of the week gave us $35,000. Wow. Through, well, yeah, that's awesome. Through the generosity of our listeners, uh, or through their generosity, they are matching the the calls that come in. We've actually had more than that donated, but what we were doing is doing like twelve hundred this hour, and if we got thirty six hundred, we still got that twelve hundred dollar match. Okay. So what we have left now, we've just kind of lumped it all together. So yep. we have eleven thousand five hundred and ninety dollars, and they are telling us that we can match dollar for dollar. Phew. So if you call in with five, it becomes ten. If you call in with a hundred, it becomes two hundred. Call in with a thousand, it's two thousand. If you call in with fifty dollars a month, you give fifty dollars, but they give the full six hundred. Wow. So it all, you know, at the end of the year, it's become twelve hundred dollars for Catholic Radio. So, so come on, right now is the best time for monthly donors. So we can take that month that that monthly match right now, and we also have that sustaining member that Catholic Radio knows. This much is coming in next month. And that is, you know, you guys know you pay bills. You know how it is. You like to know that that comfort of knowing my paycheck's coming, you know, next week or next month. And and Catholic Radio can plan as well if you will do that. So number to call 678-688-4549. We're talking with Jay Tremonte. Am I saying that right? You are, Jay uh, Tremonte. Woo! All right. And you can beg with me anytime. The phone number is right there, so please do my job for me. He is with Venture with Virtue, and we are grateful for him to be here. So let's start out by talking about what is Venture with Virtue and how did it come to be? Sure. So there's a good backstory behind it, and I'll just give you a quick overview of what it is and then take you into that journey of how it came into being. Mm -hmm. So Venture with Virtue is a podcast where I interview accomplished Catholic CEOs, entrepreneurs, and influencers Mm -hmm. from all over the country every week to hear their story about how they live their faith and how they integrate it with their work. Mm -hmm. So these are very accomplished folks in business, but they also strive to integrate and live their faith in everything they do, especially in the business world. So... How did this idea come about? How right? did this idea come about? I, you know, it's a great idea. What a great idea! Yeah, so it goes back to something called the good life, right? And and we're all to one effect or another chasing this thing the world hangs in front of us called the good life. Mm. And if we all try to describe it, we might describe it in different ways. Everything from maybe making a lot of money to uh, being famous to being well-recognized to uh, being able to control our own destiny or having a nice house and a nice car and a relaxing life. But really what we're all chasing is happiness, right? That desire for happiness. And for me, I fell for it. Mm -hmm. I fell for the world's definition of the good life that it wants us to follow and pursue. And so 
Went to Georgia Tech. After that, went to work on Wall Street for one of the top investment banks. Mm. I wanted to make as much money as I could, as quickly as I could. And I thought that was the best way to do it. Yeah. Plus, I got to drink some nice wine, go to nice dinners, you know, meet uh, ultra-wealthy folks, get access to private clubs. I mean, this was going to be the good life. Right. And so that's what I did. But after a while, that something I was searching for to make me happy, just it wasn't quite there, right? Mm -hmm. And so I said, hmm, well, maybe I need to be like my clients. My clients who are very successful, they started their own business. They are very successful. They really made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I left my good paying job at JP Morgan, mm-hmm. started my own company. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a high-end brand of rum, a product from Brazil. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, we became the best-selling product in our category. We were on fire. Mm-hmm. And we launched in New York at one of the top nightclubs. We had some of the top celebrities of the day at our kickoff launch, Leo DiCaprio and Giselle Bundachin and you name it. They were there. Mm-hmm. We launched this product in New York and we expanded our distribution to 20 plus states in less than two years. Wow. For four to five nights, every single week, I was hitting, well, six nights a week, I was hitting four to five of the top restaurants and bars and nightclubs all over the country, Mm -hmm. from New York to Miami to LA. Mm -hmm. You name it, we were there. They knew who we were. We got first class treatment. Plus, we did some private parties for all the other top celebrities of the day. Mm-hmm. Folks like Jessica Simpson, Diddy, Lenny Kravitz, Uma Thurman. I mean, all these top mm-hmm. secular celebrities the world tells us, these are who you want to hang out with. Right. That's kind of the folks that I was spending time with. You were hanging with them. I was. Yeah. And the business did well. And were you happy? Well, that's a good question. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was still searching for that happiness. And I was fortunate, actually, to sell that business. Yeah. And another milestone, the world tells us we need to be happy. Yeah. And it was at that point I said, that something I was searching for before, I'm still not. I'm still not happy. I'm still searching for it. Big bucks. Big Big bucks. bucks. Hanging with the people the world tells us we need to hang with. Yeah. Getting first class treatment everywhere. Um, But still, there was that desire and hunger for happiness that was not being filled. Mm. And so it was at that time, thankfully, the Holy Spirit led me to my wife, Amanda, Mm -hmm. and I decided I wanted to start making some real progress in my spiritual life. Mm -hmm. And so I started um, reading more books about the Catholic faith. I started getting more involved in my parish, but I only got so far. Mm -hmm. And then I went to a breakfast and I heard a successful Catholic CEO talk about his journey and how he tried to live his faith in all the areas of his life and not just in his uh, you know, not, not just at home or not just on Sundays. He was trying to live his faith at work, at home, in all areas of his life. Mm-hmm. And so that, that sparked something for me. And I should probably pause and tell you a little about my faith mm-hmm. here because you might think I'm some big heathen by now. But, you know, the, the reality was I was raised Catholic, mm-hmm. went to Catholic school for 12 years, mm-hmm. went to Mass every Sunday. I never miss Mass. Mm-hmm. But business and faith were kept in two separate buckets. Mm -hmm. I was going for that definition of success that the world held in front of me and I didn't, didn't see how they overlapped. Mm -hmm. And so when I heard this Catholic CEO talk about how he did it and he gave practical examples of what he did, it clicked. And I said, if he can do it, if he can live his faith and grow a business that's 10 times bigger than the one I'm growing, well, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to do it too. Mm Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, I'm going to give this another go. I'm going to start another business, but I'm going to try to really integrate my faith into it. Mm -hmm. I started going to daily mass. I started going to weekly adoration. I started forming daily prayer habits. I was in a groove. I mean, it was great. Mm -hmm. I was really integrating my faith more with what I was doing in business. Mm -hmm. Business was growing. Mm -hmm. We were doubling sales every year for two years in a row. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, man, this is great. I've I've got this groove. Everything is working. Then a competitor came out. Mm started playing dirty Mm -hmm. and in the wine and spirits business you can imagine there's a whole lot of things that go on behind the scenes that uh make it very difficult if you want to play by the rules yes and so we took a lot of gut punches and long story short um decided to sell that business and really it was handing that business off to another another company so that i could walk away from it Mm -hmm. it was an adoration one morning where I got that call that said, all right, God, 
you know, I'm doing what I think you're asking me to do. And you've given me all these blessings with my business, but now it's being taken away from me. What do you want? What do you want out of me? I'm finally doing what right, you I'm want. Doing you what know, you I'm want doing me to it. Do, you know? and, and, and what's going on here? Yeah, what, what the heck, right? Right. Yeah. And so it was realizing that everything I had was a gift that was given and it could be taken away as well. Mm. And so I had to come to peace with that. Mm. And it was the realization that I had fallen for something that this false definition of success, something that the world tells us is that we look to put our happiness in what we do. We look to business to fill this void for happiness. Some of us do. That's what I did. Look to our accomplishments in business for our own self-worth. We value ourselves by how successful we've been in business. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I had fallen into the trap of. Mm-hmm. And I realized many other business professionals fell in that same trap as well. Mm-hmm. So it was that spark, along with a couple of other things, that really lit the idea for this podcast, Venture with Virtue, that we're doing now of let's go deep. Let's take that talk that sparked my faith journey years ago, mm-hmm. but it was given in a room of maybe 30 people. Mm-hmm. Let's take that interview that that conversation and make it available to mm-hmm. a broader audience online that's unlimited that can access that mm-hmm. and let's find those hidden stories this was a story here in Atlanta but there are these great stories all over the country of folks that are striving to live their faith in the business world or trying to live their faith at work wherever they do wherever they work and so let's share find these stories and share them find the lessons learned and so that's really the idea behind the podcast. Every week, I interview these CEOs, entrepreneurs, and influencers. We look at their business journey, how they've come. We look at their faith journey. And then we dive into the practical side of what they're doing to grow their faith mm-hmm. and how they're walking the walk at home in their private life and then at work in their public life. Mm-hmm. And it's been a huge blessing for me. Yes. Uh, obviously, the guests is, as well are, are experiencing blessings from it and, and the listeners as well. But uh, it's really just finding these great stories and sharing them. And I think we learn so much from each other and sharing uh, what works and what works. Not everything that works for me is going to work for you, but that's okay. We can find nuggets of the faith and nuggets of practical living of the faith and piece those together into what works for us and and use that to grow in our faith journey. Mm-hmm. And virtue is the key component of the the underlying message and theme of the show of how that practical application, that practical living of the faith manifests itself. Excellent. Okay, well, I'm going to interrupt you there to your story and we'll pick it back up. But I want to give an update because we are we are doing awesome. Marie called in from St. Therese and gave a $50 one-time pledge. Uh, an anonymous donor from Sandy Springs gave a $200 one-time pledge. There was a prayer request that was called in for prayers for a, for a good husband for her daughter. So the... I, I guess the mother called in and, and asked for prayers for a good husband for her daughter. And uh, the the thing that, that um, uh, was brought up by Cameron Fratt about the Fabulous Father's Priest Talent Show is November 10th. So get tickets from RC Hybrid, rcahybrid.org, rcahybrid.org. Dot org and our MC is Catholic Radio's own Dr. Ray from the Doctor is in so that that will be awesome. We also had a couple of other prayer requests. Kyle from St. Joseph's Marietta called and asked for prayers that the Life Teen Retreat this weekend is filled with the Holy Spirit. So can we stop for just a moment? Would you lead us in a prayer for those intentions? Sure, absolutely. Right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for. Those listeners that have called in that are sharing their needs, their struggles with us. And we ask for all of our Catholic family that are listening to pray together, to support each other in our needs. And we know that Christ will fulfill those needs in the end. We ask for the grace to trust and to hope 
and the strength of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Amen. 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 Name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So for those just tuning in, again, we are in day three of our pledge drive. And wow, it's been amazing. And uh, we are talking right now with our next guest, and that is Jay Tremonte. He is the he is talking to us about his uh, business. Is it right to call it a business? Well, it's or? actually a ministry. A I, ministry, yep. yes. And I would agree with that. I should have used that word. A ministry venture with virtue. And so he's sharing with us a little bit about that, giving us some background on his own life. And, and so we're going to continue with that. But we would love to get some more calls on the line. We are trying to get up to $6,000 before the... Um, before the end of this hour. So before one o'clock, in order to meet our goals for the day and to take advantage of the generosity of Joe, Barbara, Mary, and Kelly, um, who gave us $35,000 to begin with, and we have $11,590 left of that, then we still need about um, $1,440 is what we, we need. We could do it this hour. We ring the bell when we get to the $6,000 mark. So it could be a hundred dollars uh, a month for twelve months. It could be two people, and that would give us the the twelve hundred. Then we just need two hundred and forty, so that'd be twenty dollars a month. So however we want to do it, two people at fifty dollars, two people at twenty five, you know, break it up and and uh, or just call in and give us the full amount, whatever you would like to do. Many hands make light the work. It seems with Catholic radio, that seems to be the way it flies here. It's usually not that huge donor. It's a whole lot of people working together. I kind of like to think of it, you know, we're all called to evangelize, you know, be fishers of men, so to speak. I think of Catholic Radio as this huge net that goes out, and with each knot, K-N-O-T on it, it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. So we want to keep on making it bigger. We need to have more people that will call, call in and make that net strong, because if we don't have one of the knots, if it somehow unravels, then the new net is really useless. And so we need each person to, to call in, be a part of this evangelization, and help make Catholic Radio strong. And the number that you do that it is six, at is 678-688-4549. All right. We, and you know you made a great point there about evangelization, and it sparked something that one of my guests said. And this guy was a CEO of a big company, and it did very well for himself. And you know, I was asking him a question. I forget what the question was, but he said that the one thing he wishes about his faith that he would have known and been better at earlier on was evangelization. Mm-hmm. And he feels like he's still not very good at it, but he wants to be better at it. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of Catholic radio mm-hmm. is it's a way for all of us mm-hmm. to do our little part to be better at evangelizing the faith. Yeah. Some of us might not have that confidence to talk to someone face to face or to send an email or whatever it might be that we normally think of as evangelization. But the beauty of Catholic radio is it's on in their car. It's on in their home. All they have to do is turn it on, Mm -hmm. but it can't be turned on if we don't have the funds to support the station. And so that's the beautiful thing about that. All of us, every single listener, you know, maybe not everyone for for financial reasons, but most of us, we could do, we Mm -hmm. could give a dollar a day, a couple dollars a month, and it's not just a donation. It is true evangelization because, I mean, you, you all know the statistics from Catholic Radio more than I do. Mm-hmm. The souls that it touches, you know, it's priceless. One soul touched is wor- infinitely worth, you know, whatever money we could think we could donate to, to some worthy cause. Right. So this is a true a true cause that everyone can participate in evangelization through through a donation. So... You know, and it's bringing to mind, and you know, when things come to mind, I I have to say, I think it's probably the Holy Spirit. I don't share this story very often, but there was a time in my life when I was Catholic. I had converted to Catholicism, but I was cafeteria Catholic, Mm. and I was at a a Bible study, actually, at a friend's house, and, um, you know, somebody said, you know, uh, contraception can be abortifacient, and I was like, 
Mm, no, not really. No, I don't. I don't believe that. They didn't challenge me. You know, they. You know, and I was nice about it. Right. But they didn't challenge me. They just dropped the subject. So I went on contracepting. You know, I had two kids. That's all I was going to have. I was going to have two kids. That is it. And you know, so we went on contracepting for for several years. And then I found out later, it really was. And I thought all those years yeah. that I continued to contracept. I don't know. You know, there could have been a, a, a miscarriage in there because the baby was conceived and then then aborted through the the effects of the pill that I was taking. And and I, you know, I was just so sad that that person wasn't able to say, "Yeah, Kelly, it really is." You know, but but she's. I know her. She's not a confrontational person. She right. backs away from it. How easy though, if Catholic Radio had been around back then, yes, she could have said, "You know what? It really is." But don't believe me. Why don't you? Why don't you call Catholic Answers or why don't you call you know whatever show it is at the time and ask them that question? And how easy that would be. It really is a tool for those to either build up their own knowledge so that they can share it with others yeah. or to say, hey, how about tuning in? You know, here's a tip. Go have some, business cards are so cheap. <laughs> Go have some business cards made that say 1160 AM, the quest, and hand them out to people. Tell them all that, that there's this new radio station out here. Put the put the questatlanta.com on there so they know where to find it. They can listen online. Uh, but but really, just a tip, and I'm sorry that I digress, but, but it was something that really came to me and and uh, you know maybe there's somebody out there that will benefit from that maybe there's somebody that's contracepting and and really needs to know that so anyway the number to call is 678-688-4549 I now have to say that I have a beautiful eight children and and wow, I, I'm grateful but you know there were several years there where two yeah. was all we were going to have and and uh, you know so now my kids range from 35 to 15 so <laughs> So it's, it's really awesome. But but uh, anyway, we want to go back to the interview with Jay Tremonte. We are talking about Venture with Virtue and his ministry there. It was really born from the fact that, that um, no one was talking about the real meaning of success. That's that, right. that was something that you said that I read on your website. No one was talking about the real meaning of success. No one was talking about how to be successful in business and how to live your faith. And that's a, a something that you're trying to correct and you're trying to make sure that listeners and, and everyone who tunes in and sees this on your website, that, that they will really understand how you can merge the two. So let's continue talking about that a little bit more. Yeah, so that's what I'm all about, right? I'm, I'm a simple guy. I love practical solutions, a business guy, so I'm a bottom line kind of guy as well. Uh, so I like to get right to it. and. So with my guests, you know, I ask them all, you know, how do they define real success? Mm -hmm. And they all choose different words, right? But they all have the same, I call it an ultimate goal, right? And we all have the same ultimate goal, actually, to get to heaven, right? And that is where and when our longing for happiness will truly be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. well, well, how do we do that? How do we walk the, how do we live the faith in a practical way, right? I mean, so anyway, um, not to get sidetracked. So what are they doing? They are all crystal clear on what that ultimate goal is. Mm -hmm. And they are forming habits and have formed habits that help them in pursuit of that ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. So some of the practical things they're doing, this is one of my favorite parts of the interview that I do with them, is to look at their faith journey and look at their how they're living their faith on a day-to-day basis and they all have different variations again but overall they've got a common theme for their prayer habits and the biggest prayer habit they all most of them have in common is they start their day with the most important things they're very accomplished in business so to be accomplished in business they got to stay focused on that goal well the same is true with your faith you got to stay focused on that ultimate goal the most important thing they do start their day with prayer Mm -hmm. Then they do some other things that are very important for business for that day, but they start their day with prayer. Mm -hmm. And then peeling back that onion, well, what are they doing for prayer? They start by just giving thanks and gratitude to God. Mm -hmm. It might be just, I'm going to say three things today, or I'm going to dedicate the first two minutes of my prayer time to just giving thanks to God for whatever blessings are in my life today. Then they take maybe 15 minutes on average 
a quiet time. All they do is they, they find a gospel reading. They might just flip through the gospel, or they might intentionally go through a gospel, pick a short verse or two. Some of them might take it from the daily mass readings. But they read it, and then they just sit. They give themselves 10 to 15 minutes of silence, mm-hmm. quiet. Mm-hmm. Let God speak to them. They try not to you know, uh, lead the conversation. They try to listen instead of speak mm-hmm. as they just reflect on, on the readings that they read. Very simple practice, but it works, mm-hmm. and it's very common. Mm-hmm. Something else that the vast majority of the guests say is the most important thing they do on any given day. So keep in mind they're running, some of these guests are Fortune 500 CEOs. Mm-hmm. Some of them are running you know, ministries where they are traveling all over the country and being pulled in a million directions. The most important thing they do on any given day is to go to Mass. Mm. It's amazing how they find time to go to daily Mass. Yes. Very busy people, but it's a priority. Mm-hmm. Why? They say it sustains them and it gives them the strength they need to deal with whatever those difficulties and challenges are during the day and to love their neighbor, mm. which is that twofold part of the great commandment. Mm. Another surprisingly positive uh, prayer habit that is uh, practiced by the majority of the guests is to say the rosary. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know why, but it surprises me that a majority of accomplished folks in the business world say the rosary on a daily basis. Mm. They do it in the car when they're driving to or from work. They do it when they're exercising, when they're going for a walk or a run. And then some of them do it, you know, at the end of the day with their family. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I was blown away by the rosary. It's something that I've, I do with my family as well, but it, it is a more recent uh, prayer practice that, that we do. Um, and I think it's great because the more I hear about folks that pray the rosary, the more uh, just um, inspiring stories I get of how it touches lives and transforms lives and transforms families. Um, and, and to hear these folks share these personal private moments from their days is, is a true blessing. But you know what? We all have busy, crazy, hectic days. Sometimes it's not always easy to pray. A lot of times it's not always easy to pray. And something that a lot of guests have found to be helpful during those times is to say short prayers, really short prayers all throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about little prayers like, Jesus, I trust in you. Come Holy Spirit. More Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, I surrender to you. Take care of everything over and over throughout the day. That might be the only kind of prayer they do for the day, but they integrate it throughout their entire day. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Sincerely, not just a, you know, sincerely. Thank you. And we're supposed to be thankful for all things, right? The good and the bad. Absolutely. It helps us draw attention to why and how we should be thankful for those things. We might think that, you know, we don't want to be thankful for, but there is goodness in them. We need to to see them. And by thanking Jesus, it helps draw our attention back to that. So I think by saying short prayers consistently throughout the day is an easy way to bring Christ into a busy day. Um, and so, you know, um, these are just some practical, simple things, but it's amazing at how common they are uh, amongst amongst the guests and you know what, what else is there that that they do some common themes common practices well you think about that yeah. i'm going to give out the number 678 688 4549 678 688 Four five four nine. We are trying to get to six thousand dollars this hour. Six thousand dollars. We're at four thousand five hundred and sixty since we started this goal. We're trying to get two thousand dollars an hour up until every hour until seven p.m. And if we do that, then we've met the goal for the day and we get the full match 
that are that's being given to us by Joe, Barbara, Mary, and Kelly, and it turns into a whole lot of money for Catholic Radio. So about thirty thousand dollars for Catholic Radio. So come on, give us a call, whatever amount that you can call. Actually, I think we should do better than than what this is because yesterday we were at I think close to twenty thousand dollars. The day before we were at about eighteen thousand dollars. So we always want to do better today than we did yesterday. Isn't that part of the spiritual life as well as the pledge drive life? Is we always want to do better today than we did yesterday. And so will you give us a call and help us to do better today than we did yesterday? We are helping you spiritually to do better today than you did yesterday by having our our guest right now, Jay Tremonte. He's with Venture with Virtue, his ministry. We're talking about that. And we need your help, though, also to help keep Catholic Radio on the air. So again, 678-688-4549 or thequestatlanta.com. I know that Jay wants to ring this bell. I know he does. Absolutely. Competitive guy. Come on. We like to win. You know, we, we want to ring this bell. We have to ring it. We want to ring it. I, I think it was um, um, Brian Finneran, who was the, the Falcons football player. Okay. He got to ring it twice. Wow. And there was a, a one today that got to ring it twice. I'll have to think about who that was. There was somebody today that got to ring it twice as well. So we want to ring it twice. Come on, let's do it. You know, he's a, he's a very um, competitive guy. We want to make sure... That we ring it twice. All right. So well, six- like you said, this is the last day, right? Yes. The last day, the last couple hours of this drive. And it is so important that we close out strong because we have those matching gifts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to leave those on the table. That is free money right. in, in, a, in a way. Who wants to leave money on the table? Right. We've got to take advantage of that great opportunity, that blessing that someone wants to give to us, but they can't do it without someone else also contributing. Right. It's meant to inspire us and to encourage us to participate. Like you said, you know, we don't, it's not just about one donor doing it all. Yes. I mean, think how many listeners are there? Potential listeners, over 3 million? Yes. Mm-hmm. So if everyone a, just did a little bit. That's all it takes. A little goes a long doing way. A, a little bit. You know, you can be a monthly donor. You can be a one-time donor. You can give, you know, $5 a month. You can give $100 a month. You can give, you know, $5,000, whatever you want to do. Just do your part. I had a priest tell me it's um, equal sacrifice, not equal gift. It's equal sacrifice, not equal gift. So my $5 or $50 a month is, you know, might be the same kind of sacrifice as somebody else's $500 a month gift. You know, everybody has uh, their gifts from God. And the question is, how are we going to give back to God what we have been given? And we hope that, that you will prayerfully consider part of that gift back to God to be to Catholic Radio, because God, we are seeing it. We are seeing the testimonies. Even here in Atlanta, your station is really new. Um, we had um, uh, Coach Coveney, is that right? Coveney was on earlier, and yesterday he was on. He was on today in an interview. Yesterday he was on, and his brother John called in and made a pledge. And we didn't know the significance of it at that time. At least I didn't. But he shared with us today that his brother has been away from the church. And he called in and he made a a sizable donation so that his brother could ring the bell. And that was significant in another way. But, But nonetheless, and he told his brother later on the phone that he's considering going to Mass Sunday. Wow. And it was because of him tuning in to hear his brother on the air that, that that happened. Those are the things that happen with Catholic Radio, and they happen every single day. Catholic Radio as a whole, we have at least one Protestant minister who calls the Catholic Answers or the Journey Home every day. That's a Protestant minister wow. to get more information on becoming Catholic or, or more information on the Catholic Church. I don't know the statistic of how many actually follow through, but right. they're calling every day to get information. That is not a coincidence. It's because we can listen in the privacy of our cars. We can listen in the privacy of our homes. We can get our our misunderstandings about the Catholic Church answered. But it's only possible if we have the airwaves to do it. And so do we want that in Atlanta? The question is, do we want it? And if we do, how much are we willing to contribute towards it? And if and you know, really figure that out and then give us a call at 678-688-4549. We haven't mentioned recently if you are a business, if you call in at $100 a month, then you will get uh 
15 second spots about your business on Catholic radio for a hundred times during the year. Wow. That's pretty much a bargain right there because you know what? Catholic listeners, they're pretty loyal people. And if they hear somebody advertising on Catholic radio and they need that service, they are going to contact the person. I'm telling you, they are loyal people. They want to support others who are supporting Catholic radio. So if you would like for your business to participate in that, the number to call is 678 688 Four five four nine. Whatever you can give, though, please just call us and, and give right now. We are talking with Jay Tremonte. He's the venture. He's his ministry is Venture with Virtue. I want to read to you another quote. I read, or sure. did you have something before that? No, go right okay. ahead. Okay, so another quote that was on your website. You said, "Along the way of my journey, I discovered that financial success is great, and there's nothing wrong with it." However, real success comes from living the life you were created to live by God. We are all called to live it. We are all called to live a life of holiness, and we do this by growing in virtue. So let's talk a little bit about what virtue is and how we can grow in virtue and thereby grow in holiness. Excellent. So quite simply, I'm not well. Let's take a step back. As I said, I'm a business guy. I'm not, I haven't had any kind of theology or philosophy classes. This has all been something that's been a self journey. Um, so I like to talk in simple terms. I love it. Virtue is the habit of doing good. Mm. The habit of doing good. Mm. And why is that important? Well, as I mentioned before, our ultimate goal, right, is to get to heaven. And if we want to get to heaven, then we got to act like it. Mm. Well, how do we act like it? We got to know who we're created to be. And as you mentioned the quote, right, we're created to be holy. We're created to be saints because mm-hmm. the angels and saints that surround God in heaven. Well, how do you do that on a day-to-day practical level mm-hmm. again, right? We make decisions every day. They're either in line with that ultimate goal of getting to heaven or they're not. The beautiful thing about virtue is it helps us to make those decisions in an easy way. Mm-hmm. See, habits are something that is instinctual once they're formed. They're not easy to form, but once they're formed, they're instinctual. So it makes it much more easy to stay in line with that ultimate goal and to walk that path and to walk that walk every day mm-hmm. if those virtues, if those habits are formed. And so you know, that's why... It starts with prayer. Mm-hmm. You got to realize God's first. Give him the first fruits of our day, of our life, and then respond throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And so those habits, you know, the church teaches prudence, justice, temperance, fortitude, faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. All of those on a practical level or how we do it, how we live it. Mm. They takes the, the beautiful teachings of the church and, and puts it into a, a practical uh, day-to-day application. Mm-hmm. And so on the, on the podcast, we peel back the lives of our guests to, to look at you know, how they, the virtues are impacting them and, and, and their life and their journey. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I, I should just share a story with you of one of the listeners and how you know, virtue was integrated into his life and how the habit of it was needed because virtue can help us overcome adversity. It can help us in times of hopelessness. It can help us overcome fear and even the fear of death. One of my guests, Robert Rogers, was a very successful electrical engineer out in California in Silicon Valley. And he moved back to the Midwest to be near his family and his wife's family. And Shortly after he experienced a tragedy that was literally of of biblical proportions, he was um, driving home from a wedding one night with his wife and his four children. And at the time, there was a a flash, a um, a hurricane that had parked kind of over this part of the Midwest, and it was just dumping buckets of water over this part of the country. And a a flash flood came up. Mm out of nowhere and started sweeping across you know, major interstates mm-hmm. and a six foot wall of water mm-hmm. washed their car mm-hmm. off the highway and into a ravine below killed his wife and his four children. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
how do you react? I mean, talk about losing it all. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, how, how do you find hope in a situation like that when everything seems to be hopeless? Mm-hmm. Well, Robert's story mirrors the church's teaching on the virtue of hope. And mm-hmm. I don't even know if he really knew it. I felt like it was something that I kind of pieced together after our conversation. And it was a beautiful story. And the virtue of hope has three parts to it. And the first is to desire heaven and eternal life as our true happiness. And Robert, when when he was um, in the car and um, they, they, you know, were lost his wife, uh, lost his children, um, he was, how was he able to deal with kind of that pain and that suffering and the recovery? And he recovered actually without depression mm-hmm. and he did it because of one thing. He desired only one thing for his wife and his children. Mm-hmm. And he knew that was only going to be found in heaven. Mm-hmm. He desired their eternal happiness with Christ in heaven. And it wasn't going to be found here on earth. Mm-hmm. The second part of hope is um, to place your trust in Jesus. And so when Robert was in the hospital, before he even knew that his wife and his children had died, because he somehow had gotten thrown out of the car, or something happened, and all he could pray, he could his head was so foggy, he couldn't think. The only thing he could pray was, Jesus, I trust in you, mm-hmm. over and over. That's, that's all he prayed. But he knew that if his wife and children were alive, then they were going to be reunited and everything was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But he also knew that if they were dead, that it'd be okay as well because they'd be with Jesus in heaven. But either way, he was placing his trust in Jesus. Either way, that, that's all he was going to do. That's it. And then the third part of the virtue of hope is, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank here. Trust in Jesus. Anyway, it is the third part of hope, and I'm sorry I'm drawing a blank on it. But Robert did three things um, when when he was in the car. They were trapped. The, the water was rising. There was no way out. They did three things, he and his wife and his family. They, they, they said prayers out loud in the name of Jesus. See, the family had already formed the habits of praying together out loud. As a family, every night they prayed together. The second thing they did was to uh, recite some of their favorite psalms and Bible verses. Again, the family had already formed the habit of reading the Bible together on a regular basis. And the third thing they did was to recite and or sing some of their favorite church songs songs like lord i lift your name on high Mm -hmm. when they were singing praise and worship songs to god as the they were trapped in the car the water was rising and there was no way out Mm -hmm. they had already formed these habits of virtue so they were able to draw on them for strength in their time of greatest need and that's what virtue can do for us is to help us to draw on them Of course, we can draw on them when times are good, but we need to form them when times are good so that when our greatest time of need comes, we can instinctually draw on them and we can fulfill our purpose. Mm. It's beautiful. It really is. And I I actually remember that story because it happened about an hour and a half from where I live. Really? So I remember that story. Wow. It's powerful. I've heard him speak too. It's powerful. It's very powerful that, that he could find... Um, and and really be strong and and faithful and praising God in such uh, terrible circumstances and and yet he did it was amazing even in the hospital he right. was praising God yeah you know and and not because he was glad his family was gone but because he knew it was a good God and there was a reason That's for right. the suffering he had cultivated that virtue of hope it yes. was in him it, it yeah. was in him and so he was able to act through the strength of that virtue of hope. That's the third thing, to rely on the strength and the grace of the Holy Spirit and not Mm -hmm. your own strength. And that's what they did when they were in the car and trapped. Mm -hmm. They did not freak out and panic and try to rely on their own strength. They relied on the Holy Spirit completely. Mm 
So, I mean, just talk about inspiring. And we've got guests that share these kind of stories all the time of how, you know, virtue is really that underlying strength. And, and, and that's the beautiful thing a lot of times is they don't even know it's that virtue that we try to uncover that hidden story of virtue in their life by just talking about major life circumstances and events. And when they, you know, make it through, it's, it's those habits of virtue that pull them through. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to interrupt for just a minute because we only have about um, eight more minutes or so with uh, Jay Tremonte, who his ministry is Venture with Virtue. And then we're going to go to a recorded segment. We pre-recorded Father Father Tree. I'm telling you what, we tried really hard to find it. It took us forever just to find a time when we could record together, let alone get him in this the studio. He's a very busy priest. We ended up doing it at seven o'clock in the morning, I think, uh, here from Atlanta. We had tried to do it when I was in Kansas City. It didn't work. And we ended up doing it at 7 a.m. So he had a real commitment to Catholic radio in order to to really make that sacrifice because he had a full day in front of him traveling for all the seminarians. And yet he made that sacrifice to be here with us in order to record that interview. So we'll be playing that next hour. And uh, we are again trying to get two thousand dollars each hour and we need about um a a thousand three hundred and ninety dollars a thousand three hundred and ninety dollars in order to be at the mark of of the six thousand dollars where we want to be at the end of of this interview at at, uh, two o'clock so we really need for you to to give us a call if you can we had Gabrielle, who called in and gave a $50 one-time pledge. So thank you, Gabrielle. Thank you to, to Sandy, uh, or from, from Sandy, anonymous from, San- that was from Sandy Springs. From Sandy Springs. It's cut off there. So an anonymous donor from Sandy Springs. And to Marie, who all called in and made a pledge so far, the $300 for this hour. Um, so please give us a call right now. And we also have Jim and Stephanie, who are going to make a one-time donation uh from and they are already founders they've already given as a founder but um they're from saint jude you might know them they want us to give a shout out to you so jim and stephanie they gave another one-time donation in addition to being founders of catholic radio because they hear you on the air so thank you for that so that'll help us to get up to that six thousand dollar mark um the echo the drawing for them the echo from yesterday was Danny. Danny was the one that won that Echo Dot yesterday, and Rosalind was the one who won it the first day. So can you be in the drawing now by giving a donation of any amount? You'll be in the drawing, and and you might be the one who wins it at the end of today. And we are just really... And you also get one automatically if you call in as a founder. So really just call in at whatever level. The volunteers over there will tell you all the wonderful things that you get because it's, it's numerous, but we really would love to... To have those sustaining members, the ones that help sustain, sustain the station, uh, really make it the easiest is yes. by calling in and giving a monthly donation. Plus, right now we have the advantage through the generosity of Joe, Barbara, Mary, and Kelly that they are matching dollar for dollar everything that's called in. So if you call in with a monthly donation, that really takes advantage of a lot of the the match because they're willing to match what your commitment is, not what you're giving this month, but your commitment. So if you call in at $50 a month, that commitment is for $600 and they match that and it becomes $1,200 for Catholic Radio. So can you consider right now calling in and being a monthly donor can you give us a one-time donation whatever it is the number to call 678-688-4549 i'm going to add that that last 250 dollars that means we have 4860 so far since we started this this tally at 11 o'clock today we've had $4,860 called in that means we've had $4,860 matched as well that is a lot for Catholic Radio but but we still have quite a bit here that is waiting for us to match it so can you give us a call and be the next caller we're also just uh, what would that be $1,140 away from ringing the bell so if you can call in right now $100 a month for 12 months we ring the bell 52 people at $50 four people at $25 a month 
All of those will allow us to ring the bell, but you got to do it quick because we only have about four more minutes with Jay Tremonte. He is with the Ministry Venture with Virtue. Again, the number to call is 678-688-4549. Last thoughts that you'd like to share. Yeah, so right now I'm writing a book on virtue, and the chapter I'm on is temperance. And mm. it's, it's something a lot of us struggle with. And I actually just talked to my last guest about this. And, and one of the ways that is great for us to battle and to try to be a more temperate person through prayer and fasting, right? Mm-hmm. And fasting can take many forms. And we can we typically think of food and drink with fasting, but we can really give up anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're, we're looking to go out and, and buy ice cream, well, we can buy the $5 ice cream or we can get the $2 ice cream. You know, if we're you know, a golfer, you know, it's, you know, do we want to buy that extra club or, 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 or do we really need that club or, or not? Do we want need that extra outfit or not? And so I think a beautiful way to integrate and to, and to practice the virtue of temperance is to integrate it with what you all are doing here. And, you know, one of the practices for fasting is obviously to give up, right? To sacrifice for that greater good, mm-hmm. to include prayer, and then, the third pillar, which is usually during Lent, is almsgiving, right? Mm. So take that money. Try mm. to try to take that money that you would normally spend on whatever you would purchase, if it's food, drink, clothes, whatever. Give that as a gift. Mm. Give that as a gift to the quest. Yes. Help evangelize. Put that money to work and the fruits that it will bear in your own life to help you grow in that virtue of temperance, to be more temperate when you are tempted and challenged. Mm. Uh, I'm confident uh, you will not be outdone in your generosity. So, I mean, incorporate it, right? Prayer, fast, and give alms and share that blessing with with uh, the quest. I think could be a great, um, mm, great, great way idea. To close. I love it. Six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. So, where do they find your book? Where do they find uh, the information on venture with virtue? Well, the book's not coming out until next year, but the website is venturewithvirtue.com, or you can access us on any of the podcast apps from iTunes, Android, Google Play, um, or if you just want to go to our website, we link to all of the other uh, podcast apps from there. So, venturewithvirtue.com. Excellent. And can you close out this this time on the radio with a prayer and thanksgiving for everyone who has called in? Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Good and gracious God, we thank you for all of our gifts and blessings, those that we recognize and those that we don't recognize. And we just ask that you open our hearts and our minds to give you thanks and praise for those many blessings. Help us to find a way to practice temperance in our own life. Help us to grow in prayer and fasting and to help evangelize and spread the good news through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.